Hello, hello. Welcome to Plateau Partners Pulse, a show about business, networking, and ideas that is brought to you by the Plateau Partners. We are a BNI chapter in the greater Seattle Puget Sound area. I'm your host, Stacey Heller of Stacey Connects, and I am joined today by Christine, aka Chrissy Archer. Now, wait, you're newly married. So, for your business, are you going by? Archer? It will always be Christine Archer because I've been in business for 25 years and um, it's going to stay Christine Archer Interiors. There you go. So I'm joined by Christine Archer of Archer Interiors. Um, Okay, so you're ready for the speed round? I'm ready. Okay. So since you already told me your name, what are some childhood nicknames? Oh, my maiden name was Horn. Oh. Yikes. Horn Dog. (laughs) Horn Toad. (laughs) Horny. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, they were pretty bad. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. My mother always called me Crystalina, though. I don't know why she called me Crystalina. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's um, Annie. For some reason, I call Annie Annie Conchita Lasagna. Oh, that's cute. I don't know why, but, and ironically, she loves um, making pasta. So there you go. Nicknames. They stay with us. Yeah. Um, okay. So we already said your business name, Archer Interiors, and you already mentioned how long you've been in business, but say it again so that people can know. I've owned my own business for the last 25 years. And before that, I worked in an interior design shop for a few years, and I used to be the manager of that back in uh, North Carolina. And before that, she was in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way that you've been in business that long. Uh, so tell me about your business. So um, what is it that you offer people? We offer a variety of things. Um, we can do things as big as constructions, remodels, taking down walls, blowing up kitchens, bathrooms, um, putting in new floors, or we can uh, refinish your floors, new carpet, whatever you need. The advantage of going through me is that you have me to assist in all the design process as, you know, other than people going on their own. Um, We can do things as little as just accessorizing a room, bringing some new lamps, just a a new freshen up the room. Uh, We can do uh, new furniture, fabrics, draperies, blinds. So anything concerning the home, we can do. Mm -hmm. You think about it, we can do it. What is interesting and you and I have talked about this before, people get confused between interior decorator and interior designer. And you explained, and I know you'll correct me if I get this wrong, but with an interior designer, you have that ability to do the wall and moving things and adding additions and and really that element that's really changing the footprint of the home versus with interior decor, that is, as you say, adding a pillow or adding some design elements that aren't fundamentally changing the footprint of the space. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And you don't, we do all of that. We, we, you know, like I said, move walls, we order cabinets, we have them made, you know, to go exactly the way your kitchen will fit or your bathroom needs are. We'll make sure that you have a recycle or whatever your needs are, we'll customize it for your needs. Um, We will also do that with our furniture as well. We'll make, have you know we'll pick out the fabric and we'll have it made to fit the room and what works into your home so there's a lot of things that we can do not that just the average person doesn't have access to well so many more resources and this 
This episode of the show, the timing is perfect because I am in the middle, quite literally in the middle of a remodel of my kitchen that you are helping me with. So when we get further into the show, we'll talk about that because it's it's so much fun. <laughs> I mean, it's dusty and it's so much fun. And messy. Yeah. But I mean, so how would you say, um, what makes you different from other people? I I see things you know, more than other people can. I have this creative mind and I can walk into a room that people don't actually see it the same way as I see it. And um, I always tell people, like when I first meet them, take me through the home, tell me what you love about it and what you don't. Because I may see a piece of furniture that will look fabulous in another room, that something that just never even sparked your imagination with. Or I may see, like, if we opened up this room, we could do this, this, and this without even, you know, make your house bigger with the the square footage you have and make it more usable than, um, you you know, how the average dining room or the average um, family room could be closed off. And there's ways for us to make it all more usable space. I have been the beneficiary of that vision that you have because... (laughs) I have this French room, and so a little bit of background on me, came from the East Coast, very traditional, like, upbringing, very traditional, like, you've got your living room and you've, your dining room, and, you know, it was like center, center hall colonial that we moved from, you know, the whole the whole deal. And I had furniture that belonged to my grandparents, and it was a very formal living room that we had. And in chatting with Chrissy about, I'm trying to figure out colors and stuff, you know, she got this look in her eye. It's like this, it's like your eyes widen and get steely, like at the same time. Like they widen with the curiosity and the creativity, and then they get steely with this determination of like, I just figured something out. And you were like, have you thought about doing a sectional in here? And I, after you left, I literally had to sweep up the pieces of my brain that had exploded because I was like, (laughs) What? <laughs> like, I can do that. And you did have that vision. And one of the reasons why we have now moved on to another project with you is because I sat in on that very sectional in a room that I had spent zero time in and that I now spend a ton of time in thinking about how I can repurpose this other room. And so you're right. You, I would say that makes you very different in that way. And you didn't do it in a... Like, oh, let me sell you, like, a whole change of things. It was, like, this question of, like, have you thought about this? And it made me thoughtful about how I use my space. I've, it's so funny that you said that because I've had so many clients say to me, they're like, you're like a drug. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, you'll do one little thing in my house, and then it looks so good. And then it's like, I can't stop, and I want more and more. And uh, it's fun, and then it's just... uh lifelong uh it is friendship I, I, and redoing your house when we get to the question where i'm going to ask you like three words to describe you i guess one of them is going to have to be you're like a drug so there you go <laughs> um okay so how long have you been in b and i uh two two years i think is right that it? yeah wow 2019 so going yeah, on, two years, yeah, it's yeah. just about two, a little wow. over two years. That's crazy. Um, what do you most appreciate appreciate about your experience with BNI in the, general? It's been amazing. Well, first, let me say that, and the friendship, and not to mention what it's done for my business, but 
the amount of friends that I, will be lifetime friends that I've I've made here has been phenomenal. Yeah, it really is a big. A lot of people talk about the humor, the energy, the camaraderie, the real support system. It's true. It's amazing. Um, and I don't think a lot of people understand how close-knit we all are and how much we have each other's backs. And if anybody needs us, we're going to be there for each other. It's just the most empowering um, group I've ever been in. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. Yay. Um, okay. So uh, the best part of our chapter specifically, like besides, yes, we're like a family is there anything that really stands out that you love about our chapter? I, we're a big chapter. Um, and I like that um, I like that a lot because it gives us an um, opportunity to be around more people and get to know more people instead of just a, a small chapter because you, you, you may have more in common with some other people than you do in other people that are in the chapter. Right. And, you know, it's, I like that it, we're big. Well, and I like that B&I, you know, with a big chapter, there's more diversity of business owners, diversity of businesses. And as you say, you may gravitate naturally from a business perspective to people that say in the home services, right? So you're going to gravitate towards them because you're going to use their services. But then in terms of, you know, services that you can use to benefit your business or maybe friendships that you develop, having that diversity is is a really nice thing. Oh, it's it's been amazing. Um, just for me personally, I was able to use um, Bruce from Michael Bruce Imaging. He helped us with our wedding. We used um, Orion um, Music from David. Oh, yeah, Orion. Orion, excuse me. And David, I met him through B&I. And it's just so many people that I've met for my own use personally, not to mention my business use. Oh, yeah. It makes a huge impact. Okay, Three words are associated with B&I, like no interest. What are three words that are associated with you? Creative, hard worker, and fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the drug. <laughs> She's a drug. Um, but like a good drug. You know, yes. Like take vitamin jug. C. I know. I'm like, like vitamin D. Yes. Yes, I'm so a, maybe you're a I supplement. Am. Yes, I'm a vitamin D. I'm bringing a ray of sunshine to your home. Exactly. Okay, I like <laughs> that. Look at we're we're solving things. <laughs> Tell me something that your clients maybe don't know about you. That I am studying and trying to learn French. Really? Yes. What inspired that? Well, we went to Paris about ooh, four years ago, and I loved it. And I've always loved Paris. And then I found out I was part French, which I never knew. When I did my DNA, and um, I can't wait to go back, and I want to be able to speak it fluently. It, then, I, I my goal is by the time my grandbaby um, is about three, between three and five, I will know it well enough that I will make her duolingual. Oh, that's so cute! And you can talk with um, Pierre Fraval, who's in our group, and Ariel speaks fluent French as well. Really? Yes. Oh, that's so interesting. See, the things that you learn about the people in this group. I know. I love all those quirky things. Um, I'm trying to convince Pierre for his episode, which will be uh, coming up in a few weeks here, to do this speed round, um, like do a second version of it in French. Ooh. Right? Just because, like, I think that if you, you know, he's born in, in France, and so trying to do something that's not in your native language 
he would probably like it would truly be like a speed round. Of course, I don't. He could be saying like when I say, what are three common words associated with you? He might be like, you know, you're an idiot. But I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty good. <laughs> I know he is. But, you know. Um, OK. What would you say is your top most asked frequently asked question? What colors are in? Mm. Hmm. And do you pay attention to like the Pantone colors of the year for that? Absolutely, absolutely. Every and it's it's interesting. Um, so people try and bring in colors, and sometimes and you have to see if the consumers are going to like it or not, mm-hmm. because they could be like, "Oh, this is the whole way of doing things," and some of the clients are like, "I don't like it," and then the cons- it kind of goes away, and then it's just a not a timeless and. I really work hard on trying to get keep your um, interior design timeless. I mean, if you get a good 10 years out of your furniture, that is a lot of time. Mm-hmm. If you get 20, that's fabulous. Um, so I really try. I, I love trying to keep up on what's going on in the design world. Well, and you can you can make, you know, with with the things that you have done. I know for me anyway, the foundations of things like you can paint a wall and then change and and bring it up to date you can add a different throw pillow or you can update your lamps or you can you know do things a lot of people tend to decorate their home and they're like and done like never to be seen again and there's ages and stages that we all go through that you know it it doesn't make sense the things that i had when our four kids were young are much different than the things that I can now have around the house and that I've maybe acquired or, you know, whatever it is. So, yeah. And I, there's simple things to keep things that that you have and take it for a longer period of time. Like switching out lampshades is one of them. Like you said, switching out pillows. And even if you have a good down pillow with some beautiful fabric and the fabric is out of style, reuse, have a pillow uh, case made for it. And um, and then switch it out. Like I do that personally. I do that with all my um, pillows seasonally because mm-hmm. I like change. But the foundation of my house is very neutral. But I like I'm already thinking in two weeks because my birthday is usually the my cutoff date for I summer. Love it. And the fall stuff comes out and I get that warm and cozy feeling going in the home. And it, I take that all the way until Christmas. And then in the holidays, I change it over again. So, but my foundations are neutral that I am able to do that. And it makes, it just makes my life so much more fun. I love that. So even, even though you're keeping up with colors that are on trend, you're still encouraging people to think about the age and stage where they are in their home and to also think seasonally and mix it up. Yes. Yes. Oh, definitely mix, mix it up. Okay. Now for the question that everybody loves, what is your favorite curse word? I love it. Direct, simple. There you go. Um, Four letters. Right? I mean, (laughs) right? Most of them are. Um, We are going to take a quick break before we go um, into more depth with Chrissy. We will be right back with Plateau Partners Pulse. overwhelmed by everything in your life you don't love leading to paralysis and creating a life and business you do love specialized in working with service-based business owners 
Tara Loxo helps you assess, prioritize, and take intentional actions to hit your business strategy that creates the business and life you dream of. As a mental fitness and leadership coach, Taryn has a unique set of tools to guide clients away from just making a living and intentionally aim for creating a life you love. To learn more, go to TarynLoxo.com. With over 270,000 members in over 9,500 chapters across 70 countries, BNI is the world's leading business networking and referral organization. To learn more about BNI and what it can do for your business, go to BNI.com. You'll find answers to frequently asked questions and locate a chapter to visit or join that suits you and your business. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Plateau Partners Pulse. I am your host, Stacey Heller. I am joined by Christine Archer of Archer Interiors. And now we're really going to get into the thick of things. So... There's so many places that I could go. As I mentioned, you're currently overseeing a a whole change in my kitchen. And we mentioned during the speed round that um, somebody joked that you're like a drug. And I would concur because it started out with... The sectional. Right. Well, and it started out with the the ironic thing is your topmost DOS question, right, mm-hmm. was color. And I was like, hey, color. And you were like sectional. (laughs) And then sitting in this sectional in my front living room, um, I spent a good portion of the pandemic then looking into what was our formal dining room. And we had already taken down our chandelier because I think a chandelier in a dining room for me and the way that we live, the window was off center and it just didn't make sense. So we just put up canned lighting. Um, And now that our kids are getting older, it was like, let's rethink this space. And you were like, okay. (laughs) And then extending um, the space that we had in the living room to now move into the dining room. Yes. And so we took out the dining room table, the antique console, and brought in these fabulous bright green chairs, which so fabulous. anybody that knows Stacy knows that she loves color. And this amazing ottoman we had made out of this fabric, that white background with a bunch of bright color birds actually going through it. It was just, it's a happy room. It's a happy room. Now we're in the process of, we took down a wall. Oh my gosh. It's, so <laughs> I joke that, you know, like this is Pete's midlife crisis. Um, you know, some men, I suppose, get a fast car or maybe a fast woman. I don't know, whatever. Um, each to their own. He was like, I want a kitchen that I love that is custom to us and our needs. Yes. And there you were. I know. It's so funny to watch Pete. This is you're right. It's like he's so he is so excited about all of this. So excited. Yes. And, you know, the things that you have brought in are, yes, they are, you know, probably things that are trending and that are popular right now. And, you know, you go through these waves, as you said, to make sure that you're staying current with 
it's like the whole latest technology, whatever the design element of the latest technology is, right? Right. And so you're paying attention to that. And I think some people assume that if you're working with a designer or um, a decorator, that it's going to be their stamp on your home. But it's not. Oh, if anyone could compare my home to your home, oh. completely different. Right. Like yours is like the canvas before color threw up on it. Yes. And mine is the canvas after color threw up on it. Well, my job is to bring out your personality. You know, every every time um, I go to someone's house, for me, it's, it's a time for me to get to know them, what things they're drawn to, things that they love, their favorite colors. And then it's my job to bring out their personality in their home. Well, and the tricks that you have of doing it, you know, you'll come in with some samples of something. And I'm savvy enough to know that you're taking my temperature. Yes. You know, you're really like, okay, is she drawn to neutrals? How much of a risk is she going to take? Is she going to go with... You know, um, I think our family of origin plays a big part very often in how we react then in terms of decorating or or putting together our own homes. You know, you either completely subscribe to it and you continue the tradition that you were raised with or you're like not doing that and you go a complete 180. Would you say that that's fair? I think that's I think that's fair. Um one one of um, my clients, Dr. Maria Elena, who's in our BNI, um, we just went over to her house. I think it was last month, and I t- she was looking for window treatments throughout her house. And I said, "Don't think about where the fabric can go. I'm just trying to see your personality and bring out your personality." So I I would throw out the fabric, and I would watch her husband and her, and and they would and see what they would gravitate towards. And so then once we had this pile of fabric, you could see what colors that they were drawn to. Mm-hmm. And it was easy. I'm like, okay, now we can, this is where we can use these fabrics. And this would look great here. And then we can pair this with pillows here for this room. And then you see the excitement all of a sudden happening. And it's just amazing to watch. Well, and I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm not even asking you questions. I'm just like, there's so many people that you've worked with. I spent time um, earlier with Cindy, mm. who is part of our BNI group, and she's a client. And her space before you started working with her was very dark. Very dark. Dark, traditional. Um, very early, late 1990s, early 200s, 2000s. Yep. Um, it was very um, dark and a little sad, you know, and I, you just kind of felt that energy when you walked in and it was hard for her to have change. Um, she, she's just, and that happens with a lot of people. They don't like change. And those like, we want you to change things. And then they're like, but we like this color. We, we don't want this. So that's when you take baby steps. Well, and that's the reason that I brought it up is because as she walked me through, because I hadn't been in her home since really everything had come together. And so as she was walking me through the space, you know, she's like in the in the foyer, you know, she's like, well, I really didn't want to get rid of the rug that was here. But man, I love this rug. And, you know, it was it's this really cool rug that you worked with. And then 
she has a sitting room that's off to the side. And, you know, she's like, I didn't want to spend a lot of money on all new furniture. I don't really sit on that furniture. So in that case, you were like, let's update this. Take out the heavy rug. Let's add this really cool, like, animal skin type rug mm-hmm. um, that is so cool. Um, and then you updated with the pillows and things like that. And so Right. And you lightened that up. And then she took me into the dining room where I think you kept the same furniture. However, changing the artwork and changing what you put on the center of the table and the lamps. She's so excited about the lamps. And she didn't want those lamps. She said, I don't want two lamps on the sideboard. She, Oh, gosh. The, we changed every lamp in that house. And that's not an expensive way to update your house is bringing in lamps and lighting. But a lot of people don't know when they walk into a room that you need a minimum of a triangle of lighting to feel to feel balanced in a room. And so many people are like, I'm going to put two matching lamps on either side of the sofa that I'm done. Okay. No, you you will think what is wrong with this room? But the, the what's wrong with this room is that you're not balanced. So again, always remember a minimum of a triangle of lighting in a room to have a balanced feeling in it. What are your opinion on dimmer switches? Every switch should have a dimmer. Love it. I agree. <laughs> I mean, like, you know. It's, just, it's like you're creating the mood and the atmosphere. Right. And then you can add that triangle of light with lamps. And so then you have layers of light. Exactly. Which people don't really understand that, but you'll... You'll know it when you see it. You know, it's like you think about the ambiance when you go to a restaurant and there's the, you know, the the dim overhead lighting. But then there might be the candles at the individual tables and then there might be some lamps around and, and that some, layer. And another thing is like uh, blowing up your corners if you behind plants and doing up lighting and blowing it up from the bottom as well. So I know I'm like, mm, we're going to have to talk about that. I know. <laughs> well, and so, you know, so I'm leading people through this to understand the different ways that, you know, Cindy's a great example of different ways that you worked with her. She had these really heavy window treatments and what you found underneath, a lot of people have the really heavy window treatment on the outside and then like the sheer on the inside, right? Right. And we just, use those. Right. Taking down the, I love this, um, taking down the heavy, like the really heavy window treatment, you then took the sheer piece and... In the redo that you did and bringing this real lightness to her space, you were able to then repurpose those shears and she didn't have to go out and buy something completely different. No. And it's, it's, it was amazing. We use what we can use always in a remodel or redesign. Um, and a lot of times um, if people move, we do nice thick eight inch hems in our window treatments. So if you do move, there's room to take out your hem in a new space and you can reuse your draperies. Um, And if that still doesn't work, a lot of times what we'll do is we'll add a cuff to the bottom of it of a different color or change it up a little bit. So then all of a sudden we're giving you a new look for your new home without having to buy all new drapes, but we're, you know, repurposing as well. Interesting. I learned when Grace was in fourth grade, whatever grade she was in, and they were doing a lesson about, you know, prairie days or whatever, and she had to dress up and she happened to sew. And her sewing instructor taught her that back then you would get fabric and because you didn't just get new clothes with every season, you would do growth uh, or, um, yeah, growth tucks. 
And so you would have what looked like a design of, you know, lines across the bottom of a skirt or something was really these growth tucks so that as you grew, you would let out the hem and then the garment would become longer with growth. That's really cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That's what it reminds me of what you're talking about yeah. that, you know, as your space, you know, changes and evolves that you're like, no, the idea is let's see what we can, you know, you don't always have to start from scratch. Right. And, and people are always like, oh, it's so expensive to do window treatments and stuff. We're like, you're going to have these for a really long time. And um, let's let's get get your money's worth out of these. The other thing that I learned in visiting uh, Cindy's space was you are trying to convince Pete and myself to do window treatments in our living spaces. Baby steps. Right. And <laughs> so, you know, we're like, ah, we don't like window treatments and whatever. And then I saw what you did with Cindy where I always have this view that there's going to be you know, the long bar that's across and then you're going to have all this tons of fabric at each end and that whole thing. I have that in my head. And I noticed with hers that the window treatments that you had, it's literally the bar is this tiny little piece at each end and it's not a lot of fabric. And yet, so, you know, maybe the logical mind says, well, then why would you even bother? But what it does for the space well, here's a couple things with uh, window treatments. Number one, they will make your space look larger, especially if they're mounted at the right height. Number two, if you wanted to puddle them, they'll help absorb sound and help keep your house warmer. And even if we use open and closed drapes or we just use dummy drapes on either side, all of these things help with especially living here. And another thing I don't like to do is ever take light away from a window because we have such little light here in Seattle. So I make sure that I measure and ma- that they aren't going to be covering your window, just yes. enhancing it. Because light, I mean, besides the triangle of light, natural lighting is you always want to capture natural lighting. Right, right. And, you know, if you saw Cindy's house now, which you have, it's it's so light and airy feeling. We did change up the floors in there. She had a mm-hmm. very, very dark, dark wood flooring. And she didn't want to change that in the beginning. And it's actually one of the my favorite things that we've done in her house is doing that light, beautiful, airy floor. Mm-hmm. And it's like a wide. Wide plank. Yeah, wide plank. Which I always am like, well, I don't know, I grew up with hardwood floors, you know, again, like East Coast and then the Oriental rug thrown over because my parents were like, an Oriental rug is like a neutral. And, you know, you can spill wine and, you know, goldfish crackers and blood on it and nobody will see it. <laughs> and it took me a while to embrace getting rid of those things because, again, it's what I grew up with and it's what I know. And then all of a sudden I started jettisoning these things and I'm like, Woohoo! It isn't. It's kind of freeing, isn't it? It is. Well, and do you find that um, once you give clients permission to think outside the box and outside the things that they have, um, that must make a difference. Like thinking that you know, oh well, I have to hold on to this. I mean, like the dining room set, for instance. Mm-hmm. I'll throw myself under the table. Um, you know, the dining room set that we had with the the sideboard and the whole thing. It's the dining room set that my my grandparents bought when they were newlyweds and it's the dining room set that my dad ate his family dinners like it was their set so it had been in the family for a very long time it's, it was a beautiful set and so i held on to it because it felt like i should have this mhm 
Well, a lot of people, um, a lot of people aren't using dining rooms anymore. So they're, you know, they're opening up the walls and doing open, you know, having just a big kitchen table in that in their mm-hmm. kitchen, and they don't feel like that all that space is being um, wasted over there. So some people are using them as offices now, and like in your your case, we made it into a, a sitting room or reading room. It's like and, a speakeasy. Yeah, it's like totally there's a bar, bar at the end. end. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, we've got little martini tables next to each of the the chairs. It's it's a fun fun room, it and is. it makes you just want to go in there and like have have friends over and have a cocktail together, right? And you know, and read a book. Pete loves to go in there on Sunday mornings, and you know, like once upon a time, you would sit and read the newspaper. Now you just sit and look at your phone. But he'll go in, and we have a tradition in our house of listening to. Frank Sinatra Radio on Sunday mornings. That's fabulous. And, you know, we've been doing that since we were dating. And he'll go in that room and there's so much light. And he can stick his coffee cup on that little martini table. And he puts his feet up on the ottoman and, um, you know, reads reads the virtual paper. And it's awesome. Yeah. It's comfortable. And it's, it's I think you have really helped um, so many people, myself included, get rid of these shoulds. You know, where we stop shooting all over ourselves. And and those things that you think that you have to do. Do you use that room more than you did when it was a dining room? Oh, my gosh. I mean, it just became a place to put stuff mm-hmm. and to do puzzles. And, by the way, I solved for that problem because you can go on Amazon and get a – or any place um, – and get a puzzle table that's portable. So I have this really cool – puzzle thing and it has a little lip on a couple of the sides so that you can move it and not lose all your pieces and it has these very thin little drawers and so if I'm working on a jigsaw puzzle I can stick it on the ottoman work on that very easily and then just move it when I'm done so you know it was like really a puzzle is the whole reason I'm keeping my (laughs) dining room table like otherwise it was becoming a depository for projects that were like in process and so, again, another room that you reintroduced us to. Mm-hmm. And so then we took down the wall adjacent to that to the um, kitchen. Yes. And that was, uh, you sent me a picture, wasn't quite down yet. You're like, are you sure it's supposed to look like this? And I'm like, <laughs> it's not quite down yet, but it's even going to get more open up. You're like, really? And I'm like, just wait. And then it looks fabulous. Now it's all opened up. It's it's, it's breathing now. It's just breathing. Well, and and some of the advice that you have given me. So in my personal decor, I come from a long line of family artists and whatever, and more is always more and, you know, whatever. And so in my living room alone, which, by the way, you know, I don't live in a McMansion. So when I say that I probably had 30 pieces of art in my living room, you know, we're not talking about like a massive room. But I had all of these little pictures and you were like, it's like you talk about how your eye needs to rest. It needs to travel and rest. So mm-hmm. and what you want to do in a room is not have everything at the same height, not have everything over cluttered. You want to make sure that your eye uh, travels around the room, enjoys the pieces and can move to the next piece. Mm-hmm. And that. Then as I took things down and we were getting ready for this, you know, the remodel and it sort of then started a snowball of like, okay, I'm taking things down and we're going to paint and all of this. And so now things are in relationship to one another. 
Mm-hmm. And I we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break um, here, but when we come back, there's a whole psychology behind the work that you do that I feel like translates to your relationship to yourself and to others, and like the bringing things together and the opening them up and the lighter like lightening things up. It's fascinating. Um, okay. Let's take a quick break. Um, By the way, keep in mind that our show is sponsored by other members of the Plateau Partners. So listen to these ads because they are people that I personally like, know, and trust. And so I am super happy to refer them to our listeners. So we will be right back with Plateau Partners Pulse. Remember when a trip to the bank wasn't a hassle and included a warm greeting from your favorite banker? First Financial Northwest Bank knows banking isn't your top priority, which is why they make it theirs. It's their mission to meet their customers' financial needs by offering good old-fashioned service in new, more innovative, and productive ways. Bank with the people you know and trust who are uniquely committed to you and the community. Go to ffnwb.com to learn more about First Financial Northwest Bank and find a branch near you. Member FDIC. Experience for yourself the power of know, like, and trust through BNI. Through weekly meetings and networking with other members, you'll learn about yourself, your business, and other business professionals. BNI is an international networking organization that promotes giver's gain. By giving referrals to other members, you'll get the same in return. Plus, increase credibility from clients for being a trusted partner they can rely on. To learn more, go to BNI.com or text B-N-I-P-P-I-N-F-O. That's B-N-I-P-P-I-N-F-O to 55678. Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web. Welcome back to the show. I am joined by Christine Archer of Archer Interiors. Before the break, we were talking about um, how, well, I was talking about how the work that you end up doing with people through the decor, through the design, through all of these changes that you make, there it feels like there's a psychological element attached to that. Well, one of the things I do when I'm coming in to accessorize or help replace things that they already have, and then bring in new things is I always tell people, make three um, piles of what you love. Because what you love and makes you happy, we want to use in your home. We want you to see that every day. And if it's meaningful, maybe it's trips or art that you've been on, and you have some art from it, or photos that you have art um, done in your home from, anything like that, it's really important to you, then Tell us, and I'll make sure that we use that in your home, and we'll design around those pieces. Um, and then if you've got pieces that you don't care if they can use them, great. We'll use them. If not, no big deal. And then make that pile of things you really don't like and hanging on for no apparent reason and go donate them. Mm-hmm. Because I really feel like everything in your home should really bring a smile to your face. And when you're 
gone at work all day or even if you're going on a trip and you walk through that door and you're home and you're like, you have this, oh, it feels mm-hmm. so good to walk into the space. Well, and you have that that vision. You know, you talk about these piles, like the things that you need to get rid of. It's like baggage that we acquire over time where you attach like this story to it. And it's like, you know, I'll use the example of like my dining room table, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, well, this came from my grandparents and my dad who's now, you know, he's gone. So this is a tie to my dad. And, you know, I'll tell you what really ties me to my dad. The fleece vest that he used to wear with the um, little individually wrapped lifesaver I have in my front hall closet that I know that he didn't eat that one because he doesn't like he didn't like um, the grape flavor. And so like that doesn't take up any room. And by the way, my dad hated like the he didn't care about a dining room table. Well, and it's funny that you bring up your dad because uh, we're going to hang a big, huge piece of art in your family room as soon as we're done with the remodel. And that's important to you. So right. we're bringing, we're making sure, and it's visual. It, it was, you know, I don't want to say it was hidden up in the bonus room. No, but, but it was. It, not everyone could see it. It's a huge piece. And now we're just going to really have it on display and that you'll be able to see it every day. Right. And and he, that's the thing, you know, he he created that piece. So as an artist, it's, you know, to have it be seen. And, you know, he didn't care about the dining room table. He used to hide his peas in, like, the <laughs> little thing that under the table when his dog, like, wasn't there to eat, like, whatever he didn't like to eat. So those things, so, you know, that one pile that you're talking about, um, you really help people, like, you give them permission to say, like, it's okay hey, you can let it go. You know, the memory isn't, like, from this. And, by the way, you can connect with Eileen Vieira of Memory Books by Eileen if you, you know, need to. You can take a picture of the <laughs> items, and then she'll put them in a book for you, and then you can just let those things go. Um, and then the things that it remind, you remind me, um, in, to a certain degree, with what Bruce does when he works with a client, right? So those pieces that the person maybe feels indifferent about, and you're like, what if you like stripped the paint off and you painted this? Or what if, you know, you love like you're sort of like, yeah, this is kind of a cool piece of art. I don't know. What if you took it out of that dark mahogany frame and you put it in a thin gold frame or, you know, what if? So your ability to play with the what ifs. Yeah. And and, and some people have a really, really hard time letting go of things. So um, like Cindy. Actually, she had such a hard time. She's like, but I really love it. I'm like, okay, well, we're just going to keep it. But I knew in time, like her rugs, she would let go of them. But I was like, okay, we'll just, we'll just wait. We'll wait till you're ready. And, and through it all, it, it finally, it finally did. And this, as, as she saw the space just starting to come together, she was getting more, you know, easier to let go of some of those things that she already had. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, it, it's like the work that you do, it's like your world is starting to open up or blossom. And you start to, you know, as you say, enjoy the space more and use it. And, you know, many in many ways, especially being a stay-at-home mom for most of my life that I had kids, if I break my life into like pre-kids and then kids at this point, I think, well, I'm officially at the halfway mark, actually, now that I think about it. Um, and so home 
for a long time with four kids represented like, you know, I have to do this. I have to do that. You know, uh, I've got to make sure that there's no sharp angles. I've got to make sure that there's a space for the toys and all of that. And that's a legit stage that you go through. Absolutely. And what's so nice now um, for kids and people that have younger kids, there's so many amazing fabrics. I guarantee that your kids cannot destroy these fabrics. So you're able to, it opens up a whole new world of people just going, oh, I have to have leather. or I don't want leather because of the kids or the dogs. Mm-hmm. There's so many more opportunities to have if you want a lighter, brighter house that you can have light fabric on a sofa, even if you do have dogs and, a ki- and you know, kids and that are, you know, kids are messy and there's ways to hide the toys and pull them out so everything's mm-hmm. usable and um, it's still your home and you still are going to live in it and you can live it in it to its fullest. So there's so many opportunities now that, you know, we didn't even have 20 years ago. No. And it just, it felt, you know, home felt like a giant to-do list versus a, I get to come home and not think about those things. And as I've, as I said, as my home has opened up to me and I've been able to take advantage of it in the various, you know, changes that we've made, it's like, oh, this is this is the difference between a home and a house. You know, a house is that thing that you it's an investment and it's where you put your stuff and it's where maybe, you know, you raise your family or whatever. You see it as an investment and you do those things. But like your home is like a whole different vibe. And speaking of investments, not only do I get to live in a home, but like you with the work that you've done, you've like totally jacked up the value of my home. Yeah, that's what a lot of people don't understand is that I, I say this kindly, but it's true. I'll make you money. So it may cost you money to invest in me, but in the long run, your home will go up in value and make money. It's just it's just how it always is. Well, and and a lot of people, and this is, you know, no disrespect, I think a lot of people when you're House hunting. How many times do I watch those shows on, like, you know, um, like the HSN? What is that? HGTV. Yeah, that one. Um, you've been on that. I know the one that I've been on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course, you know it. Um, you know that they're doing the house hunting thing, and they're like, "Oh, I don't really like this wallpaper," and you know, the paint is in a really great color, and I'm yelling at the TV like, "You can change that." Yeah. And you know, so bringing things up to date and the work that you've done for people that, you know, don't have that maybe vision and don't see that it has good bones and potential. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing those things up to date on a regular basis, it means that you are protecting your investment because if you do decide to move. And even doing, you know, I'm not saying like doing a huge remodel and you have to do it all at once. But taking it, a lot of times I'm like, take it room by room or one to two rooms at a time and let's do those rooms right. And as we pick away at your house, all of a sudden it starts to be finished and you'll, it starts to all come together. But a lot of people can't afford to do the whole house at once. So which, let's slowly do it one room at a time. Which is fair. I mean, yeah. I already, I'm like, our kitchen remodel is not even <laughs> like near done. And I'm like, okay, so... Next, we're going to work on and, you know, I'm like the upstairs where I took the doors off of the playroom because they opened into the room, taking too much space. I also didn't want my kids to be in the playroom with their 
boyfriends and girlfriends. I did not want to be a grandmother before it was there my time. Um, and, you know, so now I'm like, well, now I need a door. And, you know, figuring those things out. And I saw that look again, that look <laughs> where your eyes like went like wide and sparkly with creativity and possibility and steely because you were like, <laughs> OK, this is amazing, which is how you saw the the, pic, the piece by my dad. And you were like, no, 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 this needs to be down and showcased downstairs. Yes. Yes. So yes. the really I think that's something that you have also taught me is that your home is all in relationship to each room is in relationship to the, to another room. Yes. And so we call that cross-pollinating. Um, as we're, we're doing your kitchen and we're doing um, a little bit of white and we're doing some blue cabinetry in there. And the reason why we're doing that is we're cr- trying to cross-pollinate into the um, the sitting room, which used to, a.k.a. the dining room. We're calling it the fancy room now. The fancy room where I... the speakeasy bar is. Yep. And then off to the other side is we have the family room, you know, more a little bit more casual. And I need to cross-pollinate all these colors and make them work so you can move easily through each room into the next room without them being exactly the same, doing the exact same thing to all three rooms. But they still um, are cohesive, but um, have different colors added as you go through it. Mm-hmm. It's It goes back to that, you know, traveling and resting that you're constantly doing. And then um, on top of everything else, something that I noticed when I was touring uh, Cindy's house was the original artwork that you created. So you had, um, you had some painting treatments done in her hallway so that the wall had kind of this like subtle old world vibe to it. um, Like a stucco type of a vibe. And then you created this, piece of artwork for over her fireplace that was or is textural and brings in gold and it's like all in a relationship. I was like, this is cool. Yeah, I I did a painting for her that has um actually it's pretty pretty modern. She's a very traditional soul and um I wanted to bring in something a little bit more contemporary and, and make it feel a little bit more updated in the home. Um and so I brought layers in of different golds and silvers, and I used some wax, actually, in the art as well. I was wondering what you did. Yeah, just to give it a little bit more depth in the artwork. So a lot of times when I'm doing art, I will take the client's fabrics and throw them down on the uh, garage floor where I paint, and then I will take my easel and I'll start painting and thinking. And I'm not really sure what I'm going to come up with, but I'm trying to come up with a piece that will go into their home. And we'll go with what we're doing. And um, that's how I start creating my paint and art for um, my clients. So I've, I do a lot of that. I do a lot of art. I know. It's, it's, you're one of those people that, you know, your social media, you'll post things and you are walking the walk. The way that you, as we talked about way at the top of the, of, of the show, changing with ages and stages, changing with seasons, those kinds of things. You'll post these pictures and I'm like, it's not one of those fake, like I'm an influencer type things. It's like, this is how you function in it's how your I live. life. Yeah, it's how I live. And they things that I love. You know, obviously I love art and I love interior design. Those are my top favorite things. But I also love to cook and garden. And I think they all translate and kind of flow into each other. It's just about 
being creative and, and being creative is makes me happy. It makes me so happy. And I love every day that I get to do what I love to do. Well, and you told me a story once about how as a little kid, you would, you know, well, I played office as a little kid in our playroom. And I loved the while you were out pads and I would pretend that I was like stamping stuff and stapling. And I don't know what I was thinking I was doing, running the world. And you were decorating your corner of the world. I was. It was um, in the basement of my parents' house. I took my chalk and I drew out a house and took our old sectional and put it in the living room and took my sister's old crib and that was my doll's room and our old kitchen set that we had to play with and that was the kitchen and then I of course decorated everything and I was only about eight years old and I think that was my first step into like I'm going to be an interior designer someday Mm -hmm. and now I am. I think every person should if they want an introspective moment go back in time to what you loved when you were around that age like first, second grade, and chances are, if you're not doing it, you wish you were. I, my daughter's best friend, used her. They used to play um, school together, mm-hmm. and she was always the teacher, and my daughter was always the student. And my daughter says to her, "I want to be teacher someday." And she goes, "Fine, then I'll be the principal." <laughs> and guess what? She is right now. She's. A teacher, and she's going to get her administrative so that she can, she can get her, her principal. right. She's That's be just... the principal, and she's twenty eight years old. And I'm like, I knew when you were little, you were going to grow up like this. Right. Yes. So, yes, I think that's a great idea, Stacy. Look back into when you were. If you are confused or don't know what path to take in, look at when you were little, and it, it's it's amazing to see that happen. Mm-hmm. And do the same thing with your decor, right? Yes. Like yes. the things that you used to see and you were influenced by when you were younger and you were not afraid to take risks, Christine can help you with that. I can help you with all of that. So how can people find you? Uh, Christine Archer um, on Instagram, Christine Archer Interiors. And then, I'm sorry, that's on Facebook. Christine Archer um, Interiors on Facebook. Then there's Christine Archer 9 on um, Instagram, and then most importantly, archerco.com is my website. Yeah, you can get in touch with with Chrissy there. Like she said, you're going to start with, what's a good color? And maybe help me with a pillow. And before you know it, (laughs) you're going to fall in love with your space. It's what she does and does so well. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Stacy. Absolutely. And I will make sure that I post pictures so that people can see an update of the progress that um, I've been talking about and how it goes. We'll Thanks see you next time. Thanks for having me, Stacey. Of course.